worldwide. Word. Come on, y'all. Let's fuck. Take it over the radio frequency. It's Miss J in the morning.
on Super Soul Sunday. Five-time New York Times best-selling author and spiritual teacher, Carolyn Mace, on Intuition. It's the voice of your gut instinct. It's the voice you don't want to hear that never turns off. Purpose. If you have life, you have purpose. And grace. If you can answer that this Sunday morning, you are good. (laughs) (laughs) If you love an aha moment as much as I do. Well, I've never heard that before. Get ready for an hour chock full of them. That is big. Super Soul Sunday starts right now. I wanted a place for people to go every Sunday to wake up. Thought-provoking. Oh, you couldn't have said that better. Eye-opening and inspiring. This is my favorite thing to talk about. This will lift you right on up. It's food for your soul. Every single Sunday. This is Super Soul Sunday. Born in Chicago and raised a devout Catholic, Carolyn May says she was just eight years old when she discovered her gift, her intuition. I first met Carolyn in 1998. By then, she had become well-known for doing readings to help people heal. I just feel like I'm falling apart. I mean, literally falling apart. I think your childhood wasn't long enough. You had to be the mother to your mother. Is that true? Very true. Carolyn said she could also gauge people's health without a physical examination and refer to herself as a medical intuitive. I feel like cold feet, cold hands, imbalance. I can't get any sense of balance in your body at all. The response from our viewers was overwhelming. And Carolyn came back to the show three more times. The concept of spirit. I can't believe it's been nearly 15 years since we last spoke. So I invited Carolyn to Harpo Studios to get together and talk and hear her unique perspective on some of life's big questions that will help us all feed our soul. Hey, ladies, it's March, which means it's officially Women's History Month, or like we like to call it National Her Story Month. Now, Women's History Month has had its origin as a national celebration in, guess what, the 1980s. I know, right? Uh, 1981, to be exact, when Congress passed a bill which authorized and requested the president to proclaim the week beginning March 7th in 1982 as Women's History Week. Throughout the next five years, Congress continued to pass joint resolutions designating a week in March as Women's History Week. Finally, in 1987, after being petitioned by the National Women's History Project, Congress passed... Uh-huh, 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 Pub L100-9, y'all look that up on your own, which designated the month of March as Women's History Month. Between 1988 and 1994, Congress passed additional resolutions requesting and authorizing the president to proclaim March of each year as Women's History Month. Since 1995, presidents have issued a series of annual proclamation designating the month of March as Women's History Month. These proclamations celebrate the contributions of women 
in the United States and recognize the specific achievements women have made over the course of American history in a variety of fields. This month, we are celebrating all things Pumps. Pumps for Women, Inc., our sponsoring organization right here on Pumps Radio, is focused on the purpose, the uplifting, the mentoring, the positivity, and the sisterhood women need to thrive. This month is one of the most exciting months of the year, and I'm thankful to bring it right here on Ms. J in the morning. So tune in for new episodes Monday through Friday. You can listen 24-7 on your favorite podcast app anywhere in the world. We are going to do all music, all events, all trivia, all interviews everything surrounding women all March 31 days of amazing female power make sure to keep it locked right here on Miss J in the morning and visit our website pumpsforwomeninc.org p-u-m-p-s-f-o-r-w-o-m-e-n-i-n-c dot org Pumps Radio, thank you. Thank you to all the women, past, present, and even future generations for your contribution to our success. Happy National Women's History Month from Ms. J in the morning. 1998, we're sitting in the other studio right across this wall, and we were talking about this book. Yeah. And you and I were really into it and having a conversation. I look out in the audience and I see people's eyes, not glazing over, but just I could tell they were not with us. And I stopped. Do you remember this? Yes, I, I do. I stopped taping and I said, okay, everybody, st- stop. Do you all understand what we're talking about? I said, we're talking about anatomy of the spirit. And a woman stood up and said, no, we really don't. What's, what are you talking about spirit? You're not sure? So spirit is a foreign concept spirit here? Spirit is a foreign concept sort of to, uh, away from me, or more religious. Spirit is religious? To me. To you. I think of that. You stopped to explain what we meant by spirit. Can you do that again for I... all of our super soul family? <laughs> <laughs> I sure can. I think this, uh, the way to understand your spirit is that it's the part of you that is seeking meaning and purpose. That's one way someone can relate to that. Another way to understand spirit is that it's the part of you that feels, um, that is drawn to hope. That's one way to understand spirit. The part of you that that is drawn drawn to to hope. Everyone can relate to that. Right. The part of your spirit that is simply drawn to hope, that will not give in to despair. Uh-huh. The part of you that has to believe in goodness. Yeah. That uh-huh. has to believe in something more. It's the light of you. It's the light of you. Yeah. But, but light needs to have a word. Like, what does that feel like? It feels like hope. Feels like hope. It feels like grace. Okay, it feels that's like really love. clear. I got that. Everyone can get that. Yeah. Because nobody wants to be hopeless. It's the part that says, no, 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 I got to have hope. That's a tweetable quote there. Your spirit is a part of you that feels like hope. Yep, there mm-hmm. it is. Tweet, tweet. There it is. There it is. There it is. And, and everyone says, I, I get that. I get that. I get that. Okay. You say in Anatomy of Spirit, page 170, from a spiritual perspective, in fact, the entire physical world is nothing more than our classroom. 
But the challenge to each of us in this classroom is will you make the choices that you make to enhance your spirit or those that drain your power? Yeah. Yeah. I love that you said that because I had just earlier today was explaining to someone that I think the world is a whole classroom and probably I read it in this book 15 (laughs) years ago and am now taking that on to be my own explanation. But that's how I see the world as this super classroom and that's why the idea of what we do on this channel, life class, Mm -hmm. you know, using other people's life life as a class, using your life as a class is so stimulating to me. Well, that's the whole, and, and seeing So this your is whole, the earth school. It is an earth school. Mm-hmm. It is an earth school. And if you saw everything about your life as a learning, as a lesson, yeah. as I'm looking for truth, I'm, I'm looking for, is, does this drain power? Is, am I empowering with every choice I make? I'm either choosing to grace somebody or withhold it, to give power or to take it back. If, if people understand that every single thing, I'm either going to learn something from this or I'm not. Hmm. So every single choice we make is either going to enhance the spirit That's right. or it's going to drain totally. the spirit. There's nothing in between. There is nothing in between. What one cho- Well, give me one choice that could be in between. There isn't. There isn't. There isn't. Too much on my mind. Too much on my mind. Too much on my mind. Too much on my. Here I am thinking again. All lost in my brain. When I know I should get up and get out of here. I gotta keep moving But here I am lost all up inside my brain Can't stop thinking, reminiscing Can't stop, can't let go Oh, oh, oh. But when I wake up I wake up and I will wake up. 
Enjoying another amazing episode of Ms. J in the morning. I want to take the time out to enjoy and celebrate you. It's time for the first sip. Yes, those of you who are new to the show, it's an amazing moment that we take out to celebrate ourselves. Those of you who are not new to the show, you already know what you need to do, so go ahead and get ready. To all of my new listeners, the first sip is an opportunity for us to just take a moment to give ourselves a pat on the back. So no matter how you start your day, afternoon, evening, or end your night, make sure you grab your cups, your mugs, your glasses, no matter what it is, maybe even your bottles, and let's take our first sip together. Those of you who know me know the best part of Miss J waking up is what? Coffee in my cup, and that's what I have right here, right now, in my favorite mug. Yes, 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 but if it's not coffee for you, maybe it's tea, maybe it's water, maybe it's a smoothie, juice, Maybe a little mimosa. Drink responsibly. No matter what it is, we're going to raise our mugs, our glasses, our flasks, our bottles. Raise them high to the sky to match our high vibrations and say cheers and salute to ourselves. Say congratulations to me. No, not Miss J to you. Put your name right there. Say congratulations to me for making it this far. Congratulations to me for making positivity a priority. Congratulations to me for just sitting back and relaxing, letting go of the things that I can't control or I can't change, honoring myself, honoring the day, being a reflection of a light and love and joy and happiness in spite of and despite it all. The first sip is a moment for you. And before you continue the day, I want you to take this moment right now to look yourself in the mirror. Go ahead, find a mirror. Go ahead, real quick. I'll wait. 
Now look yourself in the mirror and say, you are amazing. Yeah, tell yourself that. Say, you are amazing. Go ahead and make it personal. I am amazing. I am amazing. I am abundant. I am prosperous. I am successful. I can, I shall, I will. I am the most powerful statement in the universe. Congratulations to you. And if no one else has ever told you, I'm telling you now, I am proud of you. So let's take our first sip together. Go ahead. Let's sip. Uh Uh-huh. Mmm. You know, I got to go in for another one. Mmm. Double up on the sip. Cheers and salute to you. Make sure you continue to not only listen to the rest of this episode, but to enjoy your day. Make sure you remind yourself of just how powerful you are, just how strong you are, just how amazingly awesome (laughs) you really are. Thank you for enjoying the first sip with me. And thank you for tuning in to Miss J in the morning. Keep it locked right here. And let's get right back to the show.
Some men were raised a certain way, but they get around other kind of men get insecure and feel like they have to be that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, they have to be that way or they feel like, okay, this is how I'm going to, this is the way it's supposed to be because my boys told me that, you know? So I think it's kind of like the other perspective of not like coming from a, the perspective of a woman who's with a man that's no good, but it's a man that is good to me, but you have to be good to me when I'm not around and you have to, to think of who you really want to be. Right. 
Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Had to dig into it real quick. What did I say? Greetings to all my ladies listening today. It is still one of the most amazing months of the year. Her Story Month, also known as National Women's History Month, right here on Ms. J in the Morning. Today's episode, we are diving deep into the full, yes, the full episode, Intuition, Power, and Grace from Oprah Winfrey's Super Soul Sunday. Now, Oprah Winfrey welcomes author and spiritual teacher Caroline Miss. You guys got to get at least one of her books for an hour of what Oprah loves to call aha moments. On today's episode, you will learn how to tap into your intuition to discover your life's purpose. Make sure you share this episode with everyone you know. Of course, we have some great music we're going to share with you today. But on today, it's all about you. Happy Her Story Month. Make sure your story means exactly what you want it to. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get back to the show. It's Miss J in the morning. Another way to say that is either you're either walking in the direction of love or you're walking away totally. from it. You're walking to fear, right? And there is no other choice. Mm-hmm. But even if even if you thought, even if you're in a grocery store and you're thinking, should I buy this or not? And your gut says, you know you can't eat that. Mm-hmm. You, and you decide, I'm not going to listen to that voice. Right there, even in that tiny thing, you've walked toward fear. Wow. Because you've, yes. blocked, you've blocked your intuitive so voice. So every day in the smallest of ways and the largest of ways... Yeah, we're either giving ourselves power or taking away from it. I get that. I get that. I get that. You said back in 1998, I'm not born here to have a personality. I'm born here to have a spirit. And you say that each of us is born with a purpose for being alive. You call that and actually wrote a book called Sacred Contracts. Right. The sacred contract is the reason you were born Mm-hmm. then if it is the reason you were born, why are so many people confused about what the contract says? <laughs> <laughs> because you know what? It's first. A contract's not a literal document. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing we have to understand. Right. Our sacred contract is a what we could think of as a spiritual document that our soul recognizes, okay? I love that. A, a spiritual, spiritual document. document. That our soul recognizes. Sometimes I have to repeat it to get it, you know, to push it all the way through. Yeah, absolutely. You know how we say things like, I just have to be true to myself. Yes, yeah. And if someone said, you know, like, what does that mean? You say, there's something I know I was meant to do. There's something I know. I mean, Abraham Lincoln felt that way. There's Mm -hmm. all these great people who've always said there's something I know know I was meant to do. That knowingness is what the soul understands. I was born and it was for a purpose. You have agreements, fundamental agreements that you simply feel. You You can't put your finger on them because they reveal themselves to you within the context of your life, through coincidence, through synchronicity, mm-hmm. through, through obligations you can't get out of, mm-hmm. through mad 
love you can't stop no matter what you do. That was your sacred contract. These are all parts of it. Parts of your all sacred contract. All parts of it that together form the whole of your contract, yeah. You say many people are confused or completely in the dark about their reason for living. Right. That's what I was saying. How can, how can you be so confused about your reason for being here? You know why? Because they define it by what they want versus what they have. Oh, this is the thing that you say that I love the most. Well, lots of things I love the most, but okay. You say that people suffer when they pursue a life or chase a dream that doesn't belong to them. There, there you there go. There it is. There it is. There you go. You said it. You know, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. Explain okay. what you mean by that, though. I thought that was so profound. Absolutely. Well, you know, you they people get fixated on something, and they have to have it, or they, especially in this culture of literally American Idol. Exactly, American Idol. Even we call the name. it that. Even that. And that's exactly even the, the name. name. Even the name. The you very idea of that. Something that that that, that. You doesn't belong to you. That life doesn't belong to you. Yes. But in this, but in our society, we're taught to imitate something, to want something that doesn't belong and to us. And that is what causes the suffering. And yes, because and you you're pursuing a life that really even wasn't meant for you. Right. So then the question becomes: How do you know what is the life or the path that is meant for you? Well, um, th you know that is not so difficult as people think. Yeah. First of all, it's not. It's really, really not. Well, that's it's, the big question, though. Yeah, it is. If you can answer that this Sunday morning, you are good. <laughs> 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 I'm going to take a break and come back and let you answer that, because okay. I want you to collect all, all right, of I it. will do that. Okay, good. Okay. I will do that. Okay. Coming up, lots more tweetable moments. If you have life, you have purpose. It's, tweet, tweet. It's <laughs> when Super Soul Sunday returns. Tweet, tweet. Okay, so how do you know? That's a big, big I question. Know, I know. Okay, how do you know you're on the right path? You were saying that it's not as hard as we may think. No, it's not. Okay. It's not at all. Okay. Before Are... you answer that, does everybody? <laughs> before you answer that, does everybody have a path? Totally. That is the best path for them. Everyone has a path. No one falls from a tree without. Yeah. Just, right? Everyone so there's nobody here on earth whose life doesn't have a purpose or a path. Correct. Correct. Absolutely. No one. Okay. If you have life, you have purpose. Okay. That's, and, and, and you know, as an exercise on the aside. That's a good tweet. If you have life, you have purpose. It's, tweet, tweet. It's, <laughs> that's a good one. If you have life, you have, you have purpose. purpose. And that is true of every, every one of the seven everything. billion of us. Totally. It yeah. can't be otherwise. And this is why I absolutely love studying the work of the mystics. Because this is what's so extraordinary. The tiniest, tiniest truth is, is the same at the big level. If you have life, one in drop of life, one, one atom is as purposeful as our planet. Wow. What is in one is in the whole. Wow. It can't be otherwise. It cannot. Now, you... It, now, I knew that, and I say that, but I just got that in a different way. Makes me want to weep. It does. Yeah. The, 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 the magnitude of the that magnitude. makes me want to weep. It cannot mm -hmm. be 
otherwise. Yeah, isn't that something? You cannot take this one atom out and say it is separate from the whole. You cannot. Yeah. I cannot take you out yeah. and say you are separate from the whole. Yeah, but I know that. One, there it is. There I know that. It. I know that. Then you, you just say, reminded me. Really? Good, it, yeah. doesn't, it goes to your soul? It goes to my soul. And, mm-hmm. and someone says, well, how do I find my life purpose? I first say to you, You've never lost your life purpose. Okay, now we're going to get over that in a minute. Number two, (laughs) I have to say to you, have no judgments about your life, no expectations, and give up the need to know what happens tomorrow. Have no judgments. No expectations. No expectations. And give up the need to know what happens tomorrow. And give up the need to know know what happens tomorrow. Tweet, tweet on that too. Okay, I need you to be fully present, just fully present, and to appreciate all that is in your life right now. Just no matter right now. where it is. No matter where it is, no matter what it is, to appreciate fully. And what a person does... I can't it, pay my bills. I lost my job. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm speaking right. for no, people I who know. are watching who are... I, yeah. Absolutely. Still, I would say to these people... I'm in the depths of despair. You are in the depths of despair. And right. still, I need to say to you... You need to say to me. Um, you had your life focused on something that didn't belong to you and a path that didn't belong to you. Yes, you did, or you wouldn't be here. You locked in on something that did not belong to you, someone that didn't belong to you. You didn't let go of a yesterday that didn't belong to you. You hung on to a rage that did belong to you and you wouldn't let it go. You lost track of being here, and that is true. Or this is what you did. A track of being here yes. now. Or something happened to you, and you said this, it shouldn't have, mm. and you never got over it. Mm. One of those things happened, and you said it shouldn't have happened to me. I promise you that happened. When someone finally said, it's not my life, I, I don't know how I lost my purpose. No, you didn't. You did not lose your purpose. What you lost was this sense that you thought certain things shouldn't happen to you, and they did as if you were excluded from the ordinary, everyday things of life and you can't get over it. So, to live with no judgment. Mm-hmm. No expectation. And no expectation. Yeah, no expectation. In the sense, think about this, expectations are that certain things should not happen to you that happen to ordinary people. I got it. People hold the idea of being ordinary in absolute contempt. Please, God, make me anything but not ordinary. Uh-huh. Right? Yes, 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 yes. And because they do that, they, they, they feel like they should be protected from ordinary things. That's right. So when something like happens, like an illness, poverty, any kind of catastrophe, I can't believe this happened to me. Well, right. Who, so, so many people right. spend so much time right. in the shock. Right. They never get to move through the other stages. Right. Because they're stuck in... I can't believe this, this happened, happened to me. me. And yeah. who did you think it was going to happen to? Them. Them. The person across the street. And it makes them think, I must be on the wrong path. Yeah. And why is that? Because something bad happened to you? Yeah. Something you thought was bad? What if it was the best thing that ever happened? One of the stories I love to tell, which is St. Augustine, this old story from mm-hmm. St. Augustine, when this man said to Augustine, I've been praying, praying, praying for, yeah. for what? Gold. And why do you want gold? Because I'm poor. And what, what else, but what would you do with it? And he says, Augustine says to him, tell me about your life. He says, well, I have family and I have food and I have friends. And he said, that sounds like gold to me. He says, but I don't have real gold. And Augustine said, well, what would you do with it? 
well, I would hire my friends and they would work for me and then I wouldn't have to work. And Augustine said, hmm, well, I can understand why God hasn't given you gold. Why? Because it would turn your heart into, a, into someone bitter and you would abuse your friends. And I can see why God has been so fair and just by not giving you the answer to your prayer, by not giving you what you think you want. Mm. He's protected you from the worst of you and given you the best of you. But is God always fair and just? Life on earth will never be fair the way we want it to be. Mm -hmm. It will never be for every one cause, there's one effect. Mm -hmm. There's not. For every, there's millions of causes for million, and millions of effects for every single breath we take. You don't recognize that every choice you've ever made in your life is leading to whatever decision you're making in any given moment. And not only that, that for every one choice we make, we're actually making 30 because of our emotions are making a choice. Our mind is making a choice. Our heart's making choices. Yeah, our yeah, 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 our yeah. unconscious is making. So every moment we're probably making 500 million choices. Okay, okay, I got a really good question. Yeah. But I'm going to take a break and I'll oh. <laughs> Really good. You though. are. Really you're good. good. <laughs> really good. Coming up. When your life path begins to harm you, you've taken a detour. You know, I just had an aha listening to you. I love it when that happens to me. Be sure to keep in touch on Facebook and Twitter. I want to hear what y'all are thinking about Miss Carolyn Mace this Sunday. Super Soul Sunday will be right back. It's breakfast time. Morning is upon us. It's Miss J in the morning. In the morning. In the morning. Miss J. Miss J. Miss J. In the morning. Miss J. Miss J. Miss J. In the morning. Hey, ladies. It's March, and our sponsoring organization, Pumps for Women Inc., has a bunch of events and conferences and amazing goodies in store for every woman around the globe. Make sure to follow us on social media, Pumps for Women Inc. on Facebook and Instagram. Make sure to like and share and also visit our website for a ton of news updates and find out how you can become a member, pumpsforwomeninc.org, P-U-M-P-S, Purpose Uplifting, Mentoring, Positivity, and Sisterhood, right here on Pumps Radio.
So let me get back to the question I know everybody wants answered. That was really profound, what you said about trying to hold on to what is not yours. So how do you know when you are on the right path and what dream belongs to you or what husband belongs to you or what job belongs to you? You you know you're on the right path. Here's your clue. You're You're not put in a position to betray yourself. You don't betray yourself anymore. You don't, you're not put in a position where you feel like um, you have to negotiate your sense of integrity, mm. which is an act of betrayal. Your heart, an act of betrayal. Mm-hmm. You don't feel like you have to compromise who you are. Mm-hmm. It feels right. You can fully, I got that. It's like if you're at a job, you know you're really gifted and talented. People are not paying you for what you value yourself to be. You come into work every day feeling like, I'm, I'm really not valued. I'm not being respected for what I do. Or my boss is unkind or whatever the situation right. Right. might be. There's an unease That's right. with you. That's right. Yeah. And so when you have more respect for yourself, put yourself in a position where you can, you know, feel your sense of value or worth, right. that turns around. That's right. And that's how you know. You know. You know because you don't feel like this isn't costing me my power. This isn't costing me my psyche. This isn't costing me my soul. Okay, this is really good. This This isn't costing me my sense of... I I don't feel confused in some deep level. I'm not drained. I, I can be tired after a day's work, but I'm not psychically drained where I feel like I'm losing life. And losing myself. And losing myself. That's what a lot of people say, I'm losing myself. I'm losing myself. myself. Okay. Why? Because I'm, I'm betraying myself in some way. What is the difference? Because I have a lot of married friends. I've interviewed a lot of people over the years who are married. And everybody talks about how difficult, how, you know, it's work, a relationship is work, it's work, it's work. What is the difference between betraying yourself and compromising because that's what right. you have to do to get along. I'd say that a compromise. Mm-hmm. Compromise is when you willingly, willingly. Willingly. Willingly and out of love. Say, you know, that's it. All right, a little this, little that. Little this, little that. But in a compromise, you don't go away feeling like I've betrayed myself. I've betrayed myself. I've allowed myself. I've... I've put poison in my mouth Mm -hmm. here. Okay, it it goes back to exactly what you said earlier, uh, that every choice is either going to enhance your spirit Mm -hmm. or it's going to drain your spirit. So if you have been compromised to the point where you feel drained or depleted, then you've betrayed yourself. You have. I mean, and and the numbers of times someone will say to themselves... I want to get out of this circumstance, but I'm too afraid to take care of myself. So I will lie about how happy I am in this marriage. I will will put up a front. I will lie about this. But they're betraying everything that's in their heart. They're betraying everything. When they say to me, am I on the right path? Here's what's true. You're on your right path. You're just not managing it that well right now. You're never on the wrong path? You're never on the wrong path. You're just not managing it well. You're making choices that are harming you. Uh And that's why it's hurting right now. 
You're making unwise choices, and your intuition is trying to tell you're you that. You're making unwise choices, including the path that you're on right, right now. And the way you're managing the path you're on, and it's harming you. Okay. And when your life path begins to harm you, then we have to sit back and say, you've taken a detour. You know, I just had an aha listening to you. I love it when that happens to me. Um, I've often thought that... Uh, and it's because of your use of the word betrayal. I've often thought, having experienced being betrayed by uh, a close member of my family years ago, mm. thinking that was the worst, that there's no, nothing worse than being betrayed. And just hearing you talk about it today, I think there's nothing worse than betraying yourself. That the worst, most ultimate betrayal is the betrayal to yourself. You're right. Yeah. Especially conscious. When you have an opportunity to protect yourself... Yes. ...and you choose otherwise, oh, that's oh. hard. That is hard. That, that's brutal. You're right. And it's brutal because it, it's you saying to God, saying to the forces, to universal energy, that you're not worth protecting. I think in some cases you're saying you're not worth protecting and the other one is saying... You are no different than the people who hurt you. Big. Big. What's the difference between those people who hurt you and what you are doing to yourself? That is so big. I am going to take a commercial break. (laughs) That is big. (laughs) Coming up. I hear that people say to you all the time, can you give me a prayer? Can you give me a prayer that works? (laughs) That works. You got something here that works. Prayer. What it is and what it is not may change the way you think about it. Back in a moment. How does grace work? works like this um oh this is good we're gonna get the answer to that question do you ever have that in an argument with someone where you got so fired up and you thought oh i could just say this yeah and all of a sudden the voice says you sure you want to do that yeah you sure you want to say that yeah because it's a game changer if you say that that's That's grace that's grace the grace that comes in and says don't say that because you can never take it back you can never take it back yeah there's some places in an argument everybody who's married knows this the voice that comes in and says I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to prevent you from doing something really ruinous right now. That's grace. Here's grace. Grace is the kind of thing that comes in and says, you'll be all right, and goes away. Grace is the kind of thing that says, put your hand on that person just for a minute. Mm-hmm. And you could feel an energy go through you and an energy calm them down. Yep. And it doesn't give you an explanation. No. It just says... When you are flushed with worry and you think, am I going to be all right? And then you suddenly know, yes. Yes, you are. Okay. Now, I, I, I tend to think that I live in the space of grace. I just feel that, I, I just feel that I'm flooded with it all the time. I see it all the, I, I literally see it mm-hmm. all the time. And then sometimes exactly what you described also happens. But I feel that are we not in a constant state of grace? Grace is a power that comes in and transforms a moment to something better. Ooh, love that. Okay? Yeah. It transforms this moment 
to something better and it takes us with it. So let's talk about prayer. What does the word prayer mean to you? Oh, I love prayer so much. Um, Prayer is truly um, that inner, it's an inner mystical awakening. To me, prayer is so many things, Oprah. Prayer is dialogue with God, Mm. okay? It's not petition. You know, most people know prayer through petition prayer. Can I have, can I want? Yeah, yeah. You know, can I have more stuff? Where's my stuff? But that's not really the holiness of prayer. Prayer is when you withdraw from your five senses. I close my eyes and I close, close my ears and I withdraw. And I go into a world where rational thought no longer commands and distracts my intellect. Where rational thought no, no longer. longer commands me. Okay. Where I go inside and I think about, like, uh, there's a Catholic saint I'm, I'm very enchanted by uh, named Teresa of Avila. Here, here's one of her prayers. Hover over me, God. Hover. Hover over me, God. Remind me you're there. Hover over me, God. Mm-hmm. I don't need more than that. What that does is it just reminds me, reminds me of everything, reminds me, be kind to that person. Be kind. Kindness is much better than anything else. Be kind. Yeah. You know, my favorite line is actually from Marianne Williamson in her daily prayer. I think it's called a morning prayer from Illuminata. And there's a line that says, please enter yeah. where you already abide. Right. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. Please enter where you already Absolutely. abide. Absolutely. So isn't it interesting that I hear, hear that people say to you all the time, can you give me a prayer? Can you give me a prayer that works? <laughs> that works. You got <laughs> something here that works. <laughs> <laughs> they want magic. Yeah. They want magic. They want to take what they have and they want to get what they want. And... And, and prayer is truly saying, you know, there's a lot more pain that comes from answered prayers than unanswered ones. I got really? news for you. How so? It, because if people really got what they wanted, they would be in deep grief. This is why, you know how they say, be careful what you pray for? Yes. You might get it. Yes. There is a lot of wisdom to saying, I trust. I just trust. I don't know what is in my own best interest. No judgment, no, no expectation, expectation. And give up the need, need to, know to know why to... things happen as they do. Now, what you're saying really sounds beautiful. And I know that if you are not in the habit of practicing being in the now and accepting what is, it's confusing when you first hear it. That's mm-hmm. why when we come back, I want you to clarify, what is the difference between accepting what is and being able to move on in your life with grace right. and accepting what what is and having no ambition and then you just never do anything. <laughs> right, right. Because what I'm can just, you change yeah, and what do you accept? That's right. That's what I want to know because sure. a lot of people think, well, then so I should just do nothing. I should right. just sit around and be in the now all day long. <laughs> we'll be right back. Doing? I'm in the now. I'm in the now. <laughs> I'm knowing. <laughs> we'll be right back. Coming up, how to tap into your intuition. This is the voice of your conscience. It's the voice of your consciousness. It's the voice of your gut instinct. And we'll go soul to soul with Carolyn Mace. What is your definition of God? Super Soul Sunday will be right back.
What's up, y'all? I'm Beyonce. What's going on? It's your boy Drizzy Drake, and you are now rocking with my homie, my homie. What is the difference between I'm going to accept and not mm-hmm. resist? Because I have learned that what you, what you resist only shows up more. That's right. Yeah, you're just building the muscle for that thing that you you don't want. What is the difference between knowing how to surrender the thing and knowing when to surrender Mm -hmm. and... And doing nothing. And doing nothing. A person has to try. A person has to put their energy into their own life and their own effort. You you have to do that. Yeah. 
we have an intuitive voice in us. We have a, we are born intuitive. We are, we are so intuitive that it's actually for most people the source of their greatest suffering, all right? That inner guidance tells us... Um, I'm just going to let you, I don't even know what you mean by that. How is your intuition, your intuitiveness, the, the, the cause of your greatest suffering? I think it would be the opposite. Oh, no. No? No, it isn't, Oprah. It's actually the source of people's greatest suffering. Why? Because um, people hear when they've betrayed themselves. People are very much aware when they are not honest with themselves. Okay. People, it's that voice that says, you shouldn't have said that. You know that's not right. Or you're still with this person and you're, you know you right. should have left 20 totally. years ago. Yeah. This is the voice of your conscience. It's the voice of your consciousness. It's the voice of your gut instinct. Okay, okay, it's okay. the voice. It's the voice you don't want to hear that never turns off. Okay. And when you follow this voice and you push, this is the part that says you should push and you should do this. Um, so it's the part that keeps us moving and turning the wheel of our life. It's also the part that says you've done as much as you could now. This is it. You've done everything you can. So it's the part that will say that's as far as you can go. Yeah. It will guide you. It will say this is it. So what you're saying is, is exactly what I've always believed and how I've operated. The being able to accept lives with, within the range of doing all that you can do. That's and right. when you have done everything right. that you can do, that's you right. surrender it. That's it. Let it go. That's right. To the power and energy that's greater than yourself. That's it. That's what you do. That's right. You got to give it your all. Give it your all. Give it your all. Give it your best. And this inner voice. And then not be attached to the outcome. Totally. You got it. That's it. So did you always know these things? Were you intuitively attuned to knowing these things? I was was very intuitive from all my whole life. Yes. Yeah. Your mother saw it in you. Yeah. 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 When I went to the world of medical intuition... And uh, that whole life began. Then my inner world developed very rapidly, very clearly along a certain line, and it just has been that ever since. Okay, let's go to the, the big questions. I, okay. I mean, you already answered big all the big questions. Other, those were oh, the big questions. Give me the big question. Okay, what is your definition of God? <laughs> ah. uh, law. To me, God is law. I've never heard that before. Total. God to me is mystical law because law is the nature of um, the universe. It is cons- the order of things. The order. It's 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 wow. um, universal. It is consistent. It is the nature of life, and the negotiating principle with mystical laws is prayer. That's what makes them intimate. Miracle is when God bends these laws for you in an intimate way, and that's a miracle. Mm. Well, I've never heard that before. I'm not sentimental about God. I do not personalize God with emotion, like love, and I don't go there. And God's not a he or no, a her no, or... No, It's a complete legal, transcendent, cosmic... Force. Force. Yeah. 
Do you personalize ever and make intimate? Is God ever intimate with you? You know what's strange? Totally intimate and totally cosmic, both simultaneously. Wow, that's a good God. Yeah, it's yeah. not bad. Yeah. I'd market it, yeah. <laughs> Coming up, do you have good days and bad days too? Like regular oh, folks? Oh, come yeah. on. I take my calendar, bad day, good day, bad day, good day. <laughs> and then we find some breathing space in the waving tall grass of a Kansas prairie. Super Soul Sunday will be right back. Have you always considered yourself spiritual or was there a moment, an aha, an epiphany, a revelatory experience? No, no? I've always, you know, I was so lucky. I, I, I was so ridiculously lucky. No, I was blessed. Blessed. I'll take the word luck out. No luck. I was blessed. Totally blessed. Yeah, I never had that. From the, your earliest memory, yeah, you were always connected to... Me- well, I grew up in a house where my parents always said prayers literally at night with us. Mm-hmm. I had a little picture of an angel above my bed, and, and then I, I was educated, you know... You were raised Catholic. Raised Catholic. Are you still practicing Catholic? Um, you know what? Do you know what Oscar Wilde said? No. I'm not going... I don't go to that place because they have all those gargoyles and all that other stuff. I, I don't live like a Catholic, but I'm going to die like one. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what's true. That's what's true. What do you think happens when we die? Well, I think our bodies obviously die. All life... I observe the law. All life dies. All physical life dies. I don't think and is transformed into another totally, form of energy. I don't think we're afraid of death. I actually think one of the functions of grace is that we're, we are not afraid of death. When it actually shows itself? Yeah, yeah, I think what we're afraid of is how we are going to die. We're not afraid of death. Because if you... Interesting. We're not, we've never been afraid of death. We're terrified of dying. The process, who isn't? I don't care to disintegrate mm-hmm. and, and, and go through some kind of horrible death. Neither do you. Neither does your family members. We don't want to say goodbye to each other. We don't want to look at each other in the face and say, fare thee well. I'll meet you on the other side. Right. We don't want to say that. That's heartbreaking. But we're not afraid to be dead because it's not possible. I assure you that. I promise you that. I promise you. Yeah, Whitten said that too in Leaves of Grass, that yeah. we complain about it, complain about right. it, but it may be the most exciting thing that's ever happened, actually, right. on the other side. All right, finish this sentence. All right. I believe in God. Love is beautiful, healing, perfect. The person I most want to be proud of me is? I think my mom. She's been my greatest sidekick. And I love her dearly. I am ready to forgive. That would be myself for some not-so-hot choices I've made in this life. Mm. And you're ready to forgive? I work on it. I'll get there. Yeah. As a spiritual leader and teacher... One would think that you never have problems and that you're always in the flow and that you're connected to the law. 
Do you have good days and bad days too, like regular oh, folks? Come yeah. on. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. I, t- I take my calendar. Bad day, good day, bad day, good day. <laughs> Absolutely. Are you kidding? Is there oh, something yeah. you're still striving for, or you are able to operate in that flow of grace most of the time? I get back to center a lot easier. Mm. I absolutely do. I hold myself accountable, totally accountable. If I if I slip up, I'm I do not take it out on. I don't say it's someone else's fault. I hold myself my own feet to the fire. I absolutely do. Um, I'm real good about that. You know that. And I'm really good about also owning that I've become pretty, pretty good person. You know, I think of myself now as like fine wine. I've had a, uh, I've reached that point in my life where I feel like um, it's time for me to treat myself better. So you're going to actually practice what you teach. Totally. And give back to yourself more in this yeah. next, next decade. I am. Yeah. That's great. You got it. Yeah. And I'm going to take my lesson from you. So I'm taking my cues from you. All right. Okay. You got it. Show me the way. All right. All right. Promise. You promise. You got it. That was great. Make sure to keep it locked right here on Ms. J in the Morning Pumps. Radio is featured on your favorite podcast app. Make sure to download iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, Apple, Amazon Music, Google Play. No matter what it is, Blog Talk Radio. Shouts out to everybody, no matter where you are. Get it right here. We're also on FMRadio.com, the TuneIn app. I mean, the list goes on and on, but for the entire month of March. We are featuring amazing women around the world. This episode today is no different. Get the best in inspiration. Get the best in music. Make sure we keep in with the tradition, ODing on positivity. It's Women's Month, Women's History Month, what I like to call Her Story Month, right here on Miss J in the Morning. <laughs> 